Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. You'll hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and writers that cover the NFL on a daily basis. The New Orleans Saints podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Aaron Summers. Welcome to the Saints podcast. I'm Aaron Summers. The Saints are enjoying an extra day off with their next game Monday against the Ravens. The Saints push their typical schedule back a day with practices now Thursday through Saturday. Today's guest is former offensive lineman Jermon Bushrod, who was back in New Orleans over the weekend with the entire offensive line from the Super Bowl winning team. Before we take a listen to that, head coach Dennis Allen and players spoke to the media Monday and reflected on the Saints' 24-0 win over the Raiders Sunday. Here's Dennis Allen and linebacker Demario Davis. Look, I'll just start off by saying, you know, after going back and looking at the tape, I think it was the most complete game that we've played up to this point. Um, I thought we did some really good things, both offensively, defensively, and the kicking game. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, that was a that was a, a game that we we needed we needed to play well. Uh, I thought our guys answered the bell and responded, and and now the the you know now the goal is to to you know, try to duplicate that and, and, and uh, you know, move on to Baltimore and get ready to, you know, try to win another game. And what, what we did last game wasn't anything great. That's, that's, that's our standard. It literally has to be at that level or better um, because that's foundational to who we are. Um, you know, stopping the run, getting out to the quarterback and uh, finding a way to take the ball away. We have to do those things for our team to be uh, where we want to go. So, Let's get to where we go. Want to go? It has to be at that level or higher. How important was it to get the shutout? To, to finish it with the shutout? I don't know. Um, we just played good football, and so that's what we got to play. And um, it was cool to have, but that's our standard. That's our standard, you know. So it's we on the Baltimore. Like that game's happened. Wiped it. We we on the Baltimore, and we're locking in because what we win these games is in our work, and um, it's that's the level we have to be at all the time. Coach Allen gave praise to the offensive line for their play against the Raiders and over the past few weeks. You know, it's hard to run the ball the way we've been able to run the ball unless your offensive line is playing effectively. There's a lot of elements that go into it, you know, but um, but I do think that our offensive line has has been playing playing pretty well. Um, you know, we, we've done a pretty good job of, of run block and we've done a pretty good job of uh, protecting for the quarterback, you know, and, and I, I just feel like, you know, generally when you're in a little bit of a groove offensively, um, you know, all those things kind of start up front. No different than defensively. When, when we get in a groove defensively, it's generally led by the way that our front plays. So that's um, really how our team's kind of been built. You know, along both lines of scrimmage, and 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 I thought, I thought both sides, you know, uh, affected the game yesterday. Davis spoke about their upcoming opponent and the challenge of facing quarterback Lamar Jackson. He presents every type of challenge that you can imagine. Um, smart, savvy, uh, creative, can extend plays, um, dynamic throwing ability. Um, excellent leadership, and you know uh, the way he runs the ball is just an extra quality of all the many great things that he do. Um, 
has been one of the top players in our league for a long time, dominant player. Um, and so you definitely have to be pre prepared in every different way that, that, that he can hurt you. Bushrod played 12 seasons in the NFL, seven with the Saints, and was a starting left tackle in their Super Bowl championship. Bushrod played alongside Carl Nix, Jari Evans, John Stinchcomb, and Jonathan Goodwin. Thank you for joining me on the New Orleans Saints podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great back down here in Florida after a great weekend in New Orleans. Yeah, you were here this weekend with a lot of former Super Bowl champions, offensive linemen. How was it being back with the guys? It was all. It's always good being back home. Uh, there, I, I call that. You know, I call that my NFL home, obviously, because I uh, started my career and ended it there. But it's always good to be back there. But to have an opportunity to be back with the, uh, you know, with the guys we played with, with the offensive line that we've uh, grinded and battled so much with, and, and won and won that Super Bowl with, we had the whole O line back this uh, this past trip. So it was pretty special uh, in that regard. You had a twelve-year career. Drafted by the Saints in 2007, two-time Pro Bowler, couple stints here. What is it yes. like being able to step back on the field there, be on in the Superdome? There's nothing like it. Uh, to be back in that Superdome, to feel that energy, especially around Halloween time, you know, the city was buzzing mm -hmm. um, anyway. So, you know, you're going to get a, a, a large influx of, of guests coming out. But the stadium was electric, you know, when you're down there um, for the game, you know, you get these, this rush of emotions. I know I do that, that kind of come back and hit you, you know, because you kind of understand that you were once that player on that field, being able to go out and battle and compete. So it was, uh, it, it just, it feels good. You know, it feels good to be home uh, at times. It feels good to be on that field and just be back in that environment. It was electric. It was, it was exciting. Yeah, it was a great game for the Saints. Good to come out with a win. What were some of your best memories playing here? Mm. I would have to say the crowd, to be honest with you. Uh, I believe Stinchcomb said it before the game. Um, obviously, it's 11 on 11, but when you have that home crowd that's there behind you, uh, that's such an advantage um, for those guys out there on the field. When you're talking about the black and gold and just trying to find just that little bit of edge. And we had a lot of success. We won a lot of games in that Superdome. So just being there obviously makes you uh, makes those memories kind of come back, uh, come back into your head and you start to think about it a little bit more. But we had a lot of fun times, um, you know, NFC championships. We had highs and lows. And I think as a professional uh, athlete, you got to be able to appreciate the good and the bad that comes with, uh, I guess you could say that job. Yeah. How many stories were retold, moments revisited amongst the O-line when you guys were around each other this weekend? Oh, uh, it, it was a lot of stories, a lot of, you know, it, it had that locker room feel. You know, <laughs> we're able to, uh, you know, get on each other a little bit. It, it feels just like the locker room, you know. Uh, uh, guys, what, you know, they'll, they'll make fun of you. You'll support each other. Just It was just great to catch up, you know, having an understanding of where everybody uh is, um, you know, in their lives now. So it was good to do that. We actually had an offensive, uh, you know, ha had dinner with some of the offensive linemen. So it was good just to, you know, break bread together, mm -hmm. laugh, uh, joke, and just catch up. Did you spend time with, or how much time did you spend with the current team? Uh, this past trip, mm -hmm. I was, uh, had an opportunity, one, to be on the field. I, the cool thing is when, when I had that second stint, I was able to, um, see some players that I actually played with, uh, you know, in the league. And then I was back there doing the scouting stuff last year. So 
I was able to see uh, some individuals um, that obviously work for the Saints. Some of the scouts got the chances to see everybody that I was used to seeing from my seven years playing and then uh, my one year on the other side. And yeah. uh, it was just good to do that. Good, good to, you know, good to be in the building, good to get back to the facility, uh, get in the meeting rooms a little bit. Just, you know, obviously I've seen how it changed, but just seeing how, uh, seeing the reactions on some of the other players' uh, faces when they see what the locker room looks like now, what the meeting room looks like now. So it was just, a, you know, it's always overall good experience. Definitely. How have you seen the offensive line here progress throughout this season? Well, you know, it's always going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Um, you know, you, you lost a good leader in Tehran. Uh, you lost your offensive line coach, uh, but you you brought in Doug Marone, and he's proven, uh, you know, Doug Marone was, you know, I, I could say he's a he was a big part of my career, you know, and I know the impact that he's having on guys like Caesar and, and some of these younger um, offensive linemen as well, and, and just the offensive line as a whole. And then when you have a guy like Zach Streep who's in there, uh, who's, been in the trenches and, and knows exactly what it takes. Uh, they got good leadership, you know, and, and it's going to, you know, obviously anytime you have some change, there's going to be a moment where you have to uh, adjust and, and figure out who you are, who your identity is. And, and I feel like they're coming in, they're coming into their own the last couple of weeks. After the game on Sunday, you know, quarterback Andy Dalton said he doesn't think that he was even touched at all in the game. The offensive line had a great performance, helped with the run game. So it's good to see all of those things fall into place in that game. You came up with the Saints. I saw you, you've been tweeting about them a little bit, giving some love to Pete Werner. Apparently you're a big fan of his. So you follow the defensive side of the ball as well. What have you liked? Yeah. What have you liked about um, the team this year? Well, listen, they, they, they've hit a couple, you know, obviously it's been a little up and down. Um, but it's all about really kind of hitting your stride at the right time. Uh, September and part of October didn't go the way that the team wanted it to go. But you see that fire. You see that effort. Uh, when you're talking about guys like Pete Warner and, and you're talking about uh, guys like Olave and, and, and Alante Taylor, like uh, the young players are going to have to step up. And, and I believe that, you know, the type of culture that they want to continue to have around there, the type of culture that they want to continue to build on, you're going to have to continue to develop players. And uh, they always have done a pretty solid job in the draft. And they they have guys who are coming up, who are stepping up to compete. Uh, I went back and, and, and I looked at the film again. You got to love the physicality by the defensive line. Uh, you know what those guys can bring up there. We just got to find a way to start getting home a little bit more. But Derek Carr felt it pretty good. And, and, and that's what you want. As the season goes on, you want your team to get better. You want them to believe that's – and that's exciting to see. Uh, it was nice to see a guy like Pete Warner, like you would, you know, you'd already talked about, just to see him in person, uh, play again, see how sideline to sideline he is. He plays with passion, so it was good to see that. And he has a good role model to learn from in Demario Davis. And um, you know, as as, as injury riddled as this team is, you see guys who are stepping up, and that's what's that's what's going to be needed uh, November, December, and uh, hopefully into January and, and, and longer. How different is it being able to see the game on field level on the sidelines versus just watching it on TV? It's a, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. I was actually having this conversation with a few of the offensive linemen. It's such as uh, it's, you know, I'm not as stressed out when I go to the game, like when I pull up to the game mm -hmm. uh, this past Sunday and I'm on the field, like 
I don't have any anxiety. My stress level is extremely low. I get to enjoy the game for what it is. And I get to see in, in, in room one for a team that means a lot to me. But then I get to see players um, that I've got a chance to play with. I get to see how, uh, you know, they're continuing to develop. I get to see coaches and, and uh, have an opportunity to see how they're developing developing their units. And, and it's good because I have familiarity. I have relationships with, with the people in the building. So I know how much hard work that they put in uh, day in and day out. I've seen it. I've felt it. Um, and they've done it over the years. So just to see um, them come out and have that type of outing, especially when you have uh, such a big reunion going on, it's always mm -hmm. nice to see. It's always good to come back home to a W, especially like that. Yeah. Before that game, the team was talking a lot about getting back to playing like a, a Saints team plays, what they're yeah. known for. Their swagger was used a lot. Um, to you, what does it mean to play like a Saints supposed to? Well, over the years, you, you play fast, you play physical. And really, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's about having fun. It's about doing the simple things in football, but it's it's hard to do the simple things in football. But when you're able to do it, especially on defense, when you're able to um, create turnovers and, and everybody runs down and they take that picture, that's what it's about. It's it's about when Andy Dalton gets, you know, has his press conference and he says things like, I don't feel like I got touched. That's what it's about. I mean, yeah. that right there puts a smile on the offensive lineman's face. That's the type of feeling, you know, I had an opportunity to block for Drew Brees. And when he said things like that in the media, it just motivated me and motivated the unit to go out and do that again. Because when that front line is playing the way that they are playing up front, I feel like it all starts up front. You know, if anything that I do, anytime I look at a game, it's always going to start offense and defensive line. If the big boys are rolling, mm -hmm. the rest of the team is going to go, you know, and, and, and that's the type of responsibility that those guys are going to put on their back. Uh, and that's just what it's about. And um, I just want them to, to have continued success, you know, to be consistent. And, and when you're talking about playing, playing like a saint, it's about holding on to the ball. It's about consistency. It's about effort. And it's about believing in, believing in each other. That locker room is different. That locker room is special to me, just the culture that they built, not just in the locker room, but from top to the bottom. And, and that's what being a saint is about. Yeah. Overall, what do you think the Saints, you know, outlook is for the rest of the season? One one week at a time. One week at a time. Figure out how, how these guys can go in here and beat Baltimore. Figure out how to take their weapons away. Stop that running. Stop that rushing attack. Make Lamar beat you through the air. It's about figuring out what we need to do this week to win the game. Let's not let's not look too far ahead of ourselves. You know, it's it's November first. We, we just need to look at this game, go one and know this week. Um, the division is up for grabs. It's up for grabs. We're going to have a lot of good matchups, a lot of good battles coming up. So I think, I think they're in a great, I think they're in a good, uh, a good spot. Uh, it's not ideal because, you know, there's definitely a couple games where they're going to look back on and be like, we could have made our, our, our we could have made this uh, a little bit easier. We would have took care of some of these other opponents early on, but you know, it's the situation that you're in right now. So embrace that situation and, and let's see where, you know, we end up. Any teams right now in the NFL that you really like or you think are definitely going to be there at the end of this? Mm. I'll say this. There's a few teams that are surprising me. 
right okay. now. I see teams like Seattle. Mm-hmm. I see teams like the Giants. Uh, the Jets just lost this past week, but those are teams that nobody, in my opinion, thought were going to be um, as successful as they are right now. Yeah. But we we've kind of already talked about it. Like you can start out hot and 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 don't hit your stride, or or you hit your stride too early instead of doing it November and December. It's it's really about who catches, uh, who who's getting their momentum, who's catching their stride at the right time, who's getting healthy. Um, you know, we're not as healthy as we want to be right now in New Orleans, but as we start to get some of our playmakers back, we can start plugging those guys mm-hmm. in. Marshawn, you can start getting Mike back. You can get Jarvis back. I mean, these are assets that uh, haven't been able to show or showcase what their full potential is this year. And so I'm excited about that, really. Um, but I don't know. I think over the next couple months, there's going to be some teams who are real contenders. And then, you know, I think some of the pretenders will start to kind of fizzle out a little bit. We'll see how it works out. You you got to come back here. You got to see your O-line. How weird is it to see Streif as a coach? It's, and you know what? It's not weird, to be honest with you, because Streif, um, he got drafted in 06. I got drafted in 07. And when I got this playbook, it was about three to four inches thick. And I'm just trying to figure out, well, how am I supposed to learn all this? Well, Streif was one of the guys who who helped me, you know, as as a, a as a young player in 07 and 08. He was one of the people that, it's funny to say, Doug Marone was like, listen, get with Streif, let him help you uh, understand the offense, you know, and that's, and that's what it's about, you know, pouring into each other, making sure that um, everybody can be at their best. Because if, uh, you know, if you help the man beside you, the, the man behind you, you're going to become a better player. And that's why he's been uh, as successful as he um, is in his football career uh, when he was the voice of the Saints. And I believe he's going to have a long, fruitful uh, coaching career just because of his work ethic, his knowledge of the game, his passion for the game will really be the thing that that drives him, that's really going to resonate with his um, young offensive line. What have you been doing since 2019? You were here last year as a coaching, I don't want to say intern, but it's kind of what the role was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was, I was a coaching intern um, last year during training camp. And then um, after camp, we had actually uh, got displaced to, uh, to Texas and, and an opportunity opened up in the scouting department to help out with that. Um, so I was there all last year, you know, the, the, the wife was okay with me, um, you know, leaving home in Florida, coming to New Orleans, but she's from New Orleans. So it wasn't, um, you know, I didn't have to sway her too much. It gave her an opportunity to come back at times as well. Um, but, you know, since I've gotten finished, I've, I've been, uh, I have four kids here at the house. So uh, I have an opportunity to coach my kids um, in a couple different leagues, football, and I'm actually about to start. Uh, coaching my son in basketball so that's going to be a challenge I've never done that before like you were saying I did a little bit of coaching at that level uh, helping out just kind of seeing what it's about doing the scouting I I do my podcast the Bush and Me show uh, with a good friend from college and I run my foundation the Visualize and Rise Foundation and uh, we're doing some special things um, you know in our community and and looking forward to doing more so uh, keeping busy Mm -hmm. um, staying connected with my people as much as I can and uh, just trying to figure it out. You know, the good thing is, I guess after you play for 12 years, you have an opportunity to uh, dip your toe in different things. And and 
I'm just learning. You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like a freshman in college, like trying to figure out what my next major, you know, what my major is going to be. And um, I have a few things that I'm passionate about and, and, and uh, we're digging into that. But, you know, coaching and, and giving back is something that's um, been in, important to me in my life because it's it's helped get me to where I am today. So, um, you know, I'll always be around football in some way, shape or form. I had an opportunity to be on Fox this past year, actually during preseason. So I got a chance to see you and some of your reports um, before and after the game. So I like this. I like that space. I enjoy that space as well. So uh, I'm all over the place, but it's a good yeah. thing. I'm blessed. Definitely. It's great to have you guys back here. I know it's fun for the team to see former champs in the building, talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's always good to catch up, kind of see your perspective on the team and what you think they're capable of this season. Cause I think, you know, after last week, definitely hoping for what we expected coming into the season and ending up at the, you know, playing late, getting into the playoffs and with it, hopefully people getting back from injury. That's what we'll see. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Listen, we, we hit our stride at the right time. Let's, let's take care of the ball. Let's get our playmakers back. Let's stack it up one week at a time, you know, brick by brick. And, and, and don't look too far ahead of ourselves. Let's figure out how we need to beat this opponent this week. We got to take care of Lamar and that rushing attack. So, listen, I'm going to be tuned in Monday night. Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining us. And hopefully we'll see you again some point this season. Uh, I'm sure you will. And it was definitely a pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate Jermon jumping on the podcast today. We have a lot more coming up this week. NFL Network analyst Kurt Warner joins me on Friday, and we'll have coverage from practice starting tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on NewOrleansSaints.com, the Saints mobile app, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.